Emma here with Truthful Youth, the podcast, where I speak about everything that concerns teenagers. If you'd like more insights, please follow my Instagram, Truthful Youth Podcast, and if you like what you hear, remember to subscribe. I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here on Truthful Youth. Today, I am here with a guest, and she can introduce herself. Hi, I'm Sophia. Um, I'm the host of the Girls Worldwide podcast, um, a podcast based on the inspiring stories of teens around the world. And I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Hi, Sophia. And today we're here to talk about domestic violence. So Sophia, could you tell me a little bit about what exactly is that? Yeah, so domestic violence, it's pretty a broad term, but It's basically um, violence or any type of abuse in any relationships, whether it's like marriage or, you know, family related or even like father to daughter, anything really. Yeah. Do you know how common it is? Oh, yeah. So domestic violence, it's a very common, yeah, it's very common problem that a lot of people face around the world. I mean, I've talked to... Um, girls from Asia and Africa. And it's really amazing how much this is a problem around the world. And, you know, even though like every girl's um, situation is different. Oh, well, also, it's not only females, it can, it's also males that can be affected by this. But it's just amazing how widespread this problem is. But yeah, so it's a very common problem that a lot of people have to deal with. Yes. And Right now we're in a pandemic and a lot of people had have to be uh, much more home with their families or in their relationships. How exactly do you think that COVID is affecting the rate? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. I think um, COVID has had a tremendous effects on the rates of domestic violence cases because um, we've been at home for a year now. So, you know, being confined in this space with a perpetrator, you know, who you don't feel comfortable with, it's super hard because, you know, you can't really go outside. And um, a lot of the, well, I know that especially at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of resources got shut down because, you know, not a lot of people were coming in and they just didn't have enough money to continue to support themselves. So it was really hard. It's hard for a lot of people to find those resources since a lot of things got shut down. Yes. And the next one is kind of a personal question, but have you ever experienced it? Yeah. So um, actually, I myself have never experienced it. Um, But sorry, Um, in my family, um, my dad and my aunt, they were both um, victims of domestic violence. So when my grandmother got remarried, um, she married this man who was pretty abusive and he would use physical abuse and he would call them names. And that's part of the reason why um, domestic violence is something that I'm aware about because, you know, it's happened in my family. And that's the reason why my father, he's a doctor, but at the beginning he worked a lot on domestic violence. So, um, I think it, like, it's a terrible experience he had to go through, but I think it's really helpful because he was able to promote, like, what he's gone through, and he's been able to connect with so many other people that have gone through it, and just to, like, 
share like how big of a problem it is. Yes, absolutely. And it's great that your father has been able to kind of make something positive out of it, you know, because there are a lot of people who this are this traumatizes them for the rest of their lives and it really ruins them as a person and it just affects uh, the rest of their lives even though it happens when they're like 10 years old or something. You you don't you haven't noticed any uh, affections on your dad or anything? Um, no, I think it's like really affected him. Um, I mean, he was abused when he was, yeah, as you were saying, like a younger child. Um, but there will be some, some times where he gets PTSD to back to those moments. And even like some things, like the simplest thing is like waking it up, waking him up. Like, like when he's taking a nap, he has like a response that not a lot of people have. He like, sort of like tries to protect himself and I think that's part of impacts of the abuse that he went through yes and you seem to know uh, a lot about what happened to your father and how this has affected him so you have had a very open conversation with him yeah um so my dad and I were uh, we're pretty close uh, we do a lot of things together so we have had um, a lot of deep conversations you know Growing up, um, that was one of the things that when I reached a certain age, he started talking to me about, about the experiences he went through, you know, how the, how they've affected him. So, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of conversations about that. Yeah. Okay. So exactly what should a person do if they experience domestic violence? Yeah. So first, um, I think a lot of people are not sure um, whether or not they're experiencing domestic violence. So really, um, if anyone is treating you and your home environment in a, in a way that you don't feel comfortable or safe, you are experiencing domestic violence. So that's the first thing. You have to realize that you're experiencing domestic violence. And that's a really difficult thing to do because, you know, a lot of people don't really want to, like, be aware or they don't really want to you know, no, think about that they're going through abuse, but they are. Um, and so many other people are as well. So first you have to realize that. And then um, depending on where you are, there are some resources that you can go to. I think that there are a lot of, you know, helpful websites that I have gone to. And there's a lot of resources on there. There's the domestic violence helpline as well. If you ever just need someone to talk to. Because it can be really difficult. And, you know, as you brought up earlier, COVID-19 has made that extremely more difficult. But you just have to know that it's not your fault that you are a victim of domestic violence. And that there's always other people who are being affected. And there's always a way that you can get help. Even, um, I know that a lot of people are scared to go out and tell other people about it. But you just have to realize that, you know, they can't hold anything against you because it's not your fault. So you just have to express what you're going through in order to get help. Yes, absolutely. And but what if I'm not going through it, but I think one of my friends is going through it? Should I also contact one of those helplines or something? Yeah, so I think it's really difficult when you are watching someone else. Um, you know, going through um, domestic violence. 
Um, and especially if they don't really want to realize that they're going through it, it's extremely difficult to help them because, you know, people who are victims of violence, um, a lot of times they like to hide away or they, they don't like to um, really express anything. They're pretty, you know, or I feel like a lot of people that go through it, they don't like to let a lot of people in to, you know, what their, their personal problems so I think that's really difficult, but um, depending on how good of a friend you are, you just have to let them know that you are here for them and that, you know, you are trying to help them because a lot of people think that, you know, people are just trying to barge into their personal lives, but you are only there because you love them and because you don't want to see them suffer through this. So definitely, I would think that, you know, you should should totally research domestic violence, see things that you can do to help. And, you know, even just talking to someone on the helpline, you know, even if you're not the one that's being abused, but, you know, um, to help talk through it with someone else, I think that can be really helpful. Yes, absolutely. But did your father ever get to solve his situation? Uh, what do you mean solve? Like, did he contact somebody or did he... Uh talk about it when he moved out instead of doing something about it earlier or what did, um, did he do anything to get out of his situation yeah so um as i mentioned before him and his sister both went through it oh actually it was his whole family pretty much but so basically um since he was the oldest one of the siblings he ended up taking care of, of, of most of his siblings. So my grandmother, my grandfather, they were divorced. So they would spend more time with their father rather than with their mother where, you know, they were becoming abused. Um, and, you know, uh, he did, well, since he's older, there weren't as many resources as there are now. I mean, there wasn't even internet. So it was pretty difficult for him to, you know, really find um, outsources. So instead of finding resources or talking to people on the phone, he wrote down a lot of his feelings and that's what really helped. And then he went out and he talked about it with other people. Yes. Well, so had, has he mentioned that he th thinks that he coped with his feelings and his situation in the best possible way? I don't think it, it was the best possible way. I mean, it really depends on the person because people deal with um, traumatic events in their life in many different ways. So this was just his way of dealing with it. Other people can deal with it in a different way, but it helps him get through those tough times. Are there any signs that show so that I, as a person, can notice that someone else is going through domestic violence at home? Yeah, so um, there are some signs that you can look for. Really, if someone is avoiding going home or if they have bruises or, you know, beating marks, um, those are some good signs. Also, if, if your friend is a really, you know, like fun person, she's always like cracking jokes or he is, and, and then one day he's, you know, pretty introverted and not talking very much. I think those are definite signs because um, mood change is a really big factor um, because, you know, traumatic events can really affect someone. So 
they're not going to be their same self as they were. Um, so those are definite signs to look for. But I think if you see those signs, you just have to sit down and talk with them because it's not something you you don't want to just assume that you're go- that they're going through it. You need to talk to them and you know just let them know you're here for them and that you're here to help them and you know that you care for them. Yes, thank you for those advice. I hope that if someone out there, either if they're going through domestic violence themselves, or if they recognize some of the signs that you mentioned now, Sophia, I hope you take action and that you do something about it. And as Sophia has mentioned, there are a lot of resources and it's an easy Google search and you'll find websites and phone numbers. Is there anything else you want to add, Sophia? Yeah, sure. Um, So you know, if you are a friend of someone who's going through it, or maybe you're not as close, but you can see the signs that they might be going through something, don't just sit there and watch them. You know, um, a lot of people, they feel like, oh, you know, I should just sit here because how am I going to help them? You know, it's, it's their, it's more their problem. And, you know, I should probably just stay out of it. Of it. But, you know, you can really help. You can help and, you know, even just one person showing someone that you really care for them, it can really, you know, it can give them hope that maybe, you know, they won't be stuck in this situation forever. Maybe, you know, they can get out of it. So just by standing up, that's that's the first move in, you know, helping a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for answering so honestly about uh, those situations in general and uh, your own personal experiences or your father's personal experiences. I think uh, this will absolutely be helpful to a lot of people. And myself, I didn't know very much about it before, but I absolutely do now. So thank you so much, Sophia. Of course. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. If you did, I would be so happy if you subscribed and rated. If you'd like more insight, follow me on Instagram on Truthful Youth Podcast. See you in the next episode.